There's been condemnation across the political spectrum in France of an attempt to set fire to the home of a mayor in a district of Paris during a fifth night of nationwide unrest. These are the pictures from that incident. The French prosecutor says an investigation into attempted murder is underway. The mayor's wife was injured during the ordeal. She was forced to flee the home with her children. The Prime Minister, Elizabeth Bourne, described it as intolerable during a meeting with Mayor Vincent Jean-Brun a short time ago. Ms Bourne told reporters she was very shocked by what happened and that the government will do everything it can to restore order as quickly as possible. Well, Regini Vardanathan is live there for us now. And Regini, a potential inflection point this event last night, a potential turning point in these riots too. Well, the mayor of this area, uh, Vincent Jean, uh, Jean Bon, did issue a statement after the incident which took place here. And you can see there's a uh, police tape here, police cars, uh, the road's been um, cordoned off now as that investigation continues. But the statement was quite stark. He said that a line had been crossed when it came to the unrest here in France. Um, and uh, he described how he was at the town hall not too far from here at around 1.30 in the morning when this car that was set alight was rammed into his family home. His wife and their two young children were at home. They tried to escape. Uh, we understand that his wife broke uh, a leg uh, in the melee that ensued. Um, a very terrifying time for the family. And, um, you know, he described it as an attempted assassination. He said it was cowardly and unjustifiable. And there's a lot of shock here about what's happened. This is a, a very, very quiet part um, of uh, the sort of suburbs of Paris. It's about 40 minutes from the city centre. Uh, we've spoken to neighbours who say enough is enough. They want President Macron to introduce a state of emergency to try and contain the, the violence that's now uh, gone into a fifth night. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, the country's Prime Minister, Elizabeth Bourne, was here earlier. Uh, she said she wanted to come here and, and meet the mayor. Uh, let's have a listen at what she had to say. Évidemment. Evidently, an act like this is particularly shocking, and I said to the mayor I would support him and make sure nothing like this ever happens again. We will formulate a stronger response as possible on behalf of justice, but also listen to the evidence and the circumstance. Well, as you said before as well, prosecutors are now uh, investigating this as an attempted murder and that investigation obviously continues behind me right now. Um, it was one incident in another night of intense violence here in France. Now, actually, uh, the violence had sort of abated from the previous few nights. Uh, there were fewer arrests uh, Sunday, Saturday into Sunday. Uh, officials say they arrested 700 people. Compare that with the night before when 1,300 arrests were made, but it was still uh, a very, very intense night of violence across the country, as my colleague Sofia Betitza reports. Another night of unrest in France. Tens of thousands of police were out in force, ready for a fifth night of riots. The worst of the violence was in Marseille. Police fought street battles with young people. The riots began after a police officer shot dead a 17-year-old of Algerian descent called Nael. The person who was killed was a child, and that is why more minors are coming into the movement. 
because what is going on is unfair. Imagine if that had happened to my brother, she says. I mean, we are not safe here. We should be safe with the police, but we are scared of them. This is Paris, the iconic Champs-Élysées, normally packed with tourists, lined with security forces. This is a health center. 35 doctors and nurses work here. Rioters broke in in the middle of the night and set the building on fire. Now, the people here told us they do not sympathize with the rioters because they feel that they're destroying their own communities and that this is not the right way to demand justice for Nael. But this is not just about Nael. His death has reignited debate about racism in the French police. What many people here want is at least an acknowledgement that there is a problem of racial profiling and excessive use of force by the French police. Sofia Betitza, BBC News, Lille. Regini, there is very much a sense that these riots, this discontent, really comes alive at night. I'm interested, you've spent several days now in and around Paris. What is the mood, what is the atmosphere during the days after we see such violent protests over the night? Well, it sort of depends on where you are. So we have spent some nights in Nanterre, which is where 17-year-old Nael was uh, killed by police. And a lot of uh, areas there uh, saw their shop fronts uh, smashed up, office blocks, uh, you know, uh, ransacked, that kind of destruction. So I think a lot of the time during the day, people were just sweeping up um, the mess, boarding up their shops, ready for another evening. Um, in the centre of Paris, it's somewhat different. Uh, we were on the Champs-Élysées yesterday during the day broadcasting. Um, it was, uh, as it would normally be on a summer Saturday, uh, very busy, full of tourists. But then as night fell, uh, we saw a huge police presence there. That was after reports on social media that protesters were being called to gather in that area. So massive, massive police presence. I've never seen anything like it um, in, in such a central part of Paris. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, it, it did sort of have the effect that the police wanted because there were not major clashes uh, in that central part of Paris. So it, it's mixed, really. Um, things really do seem to come alive in the very early hours of the morning, around three or four in the morning. Um, and it's really hard to predict where the hotspots will be. I mean, as we saw in Sophia's report, uh, we've seen a lot of intense violence in, in the south, in Marseille. There's also been problems in Lille. Um, and in Nanterre, it wasn't as bad as the previous few nights. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, the, the real challenge for the authorities is to try and figure out what they can do to stop this. Um, you know, we're looking at another night of violence. It's unclear where the hotspots will be tonight. Um, we know that the president's due to hold some crisis talks again later today. There are calls for him to impose a state of emergency which would give police more sweeping powers of arrest and also uh, bring in curfews and restrict public gatherings. Some people believe that is the nuclear option and things are starting to calm down a bit. And I think we've heard from uh, Nail's grandmother this afternoon as well, uh, calling for calm, urging people not to use his death as, as an excuse to incite violence. And calls like that from, from his grandmother, 
other. And also we heard from Kylian Mbappe from the French football team also saying, look, I understand some of the sentiments, but you cannot be violent. Some of those calls uh, maybe will have a difference in terms of trying to uh, reduce the numbers who are taken to the streets. Uh, we also heard from President Macron on Friday telling parents to ensure that their children weren't out on the streets late at night. So, I mean, there's a huge conversation about what needs to be done. I'll just end with this. We've spoken to some of the neighbours who live on this street who are shocked and horrified by what happened very close to where they live. And one man said this solution, that whatever uh, the solution is, needs to be a long-term one. Uh, you can't just say we're going to do this or that and it stops the violence for maybe a week or two weeks uh, when you don't address the underlying issues. Now, he himself didn't believe that there was a problem with racism in the police force. Mm. Uh, there is, of course, a divided opinion on uh, you know, the root cause of why many people are taking to the streets. But I think, overall, there is a unified view that whatever the outcome is, whatever resolution there is, it needs to be one that stops this flaring up again in a couple of weeks from now. Joining us live from France, Regine Vardanathan. Thank you.